Wait, this isn't my intro and outro. It sure isn't, but it sure. Yeah. <laughs> Could set a beat to that. Hello and welcome. Oh, God. It's two times in a row. Why did, does it just automatically loop I, unless you oh, click the, a checkbox? Is it well? It has like an infinite logo. That sounds like looping. in the upper left corner. Uh, Surely there's a way to turn that off, though. Does nothing. I can't right click on it. Well, what's funny, it's got the infinite logo in the upper left corner, and then, but directly to the right of it is the volume slider. Uh, so I click on the infinite logo and nothing happens. Uh, I can adjust the volume slider. I don't know, oh, man, whatever. This Zencaster. We didn't have these issues until Zencaster decided it wanted to become Zoomcaster. Know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh, Zoomcaster. We're, we're, I know we're jaded, but like when you've looked at like uh, product updates and overhauls long enough, and I don't know, I would say well, more uh, often than not, I'm annoyed by what the company's doing. <laughs> well, that, and you know, I'm annoyed anytime a company takes it upon itself to change directive or change direction. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, because I think we've all been there where you'll have maybe uh, a mobile app that's like, we want to make a new layout. And you're like, why? Why yeah. the fuck? Like, And the sad thing is, is like, you know why? Or you go to Reddit and you see like a post by, I don't know, the CEO or something or it's corporate or it's corporate speak for oh, we want to get more users in with advertising or we want to expand our av- advertising revenue or something like that. Like it's, that, that's, that's the sad thing is like more often than not, it's it's less about like making a good experience for the consumers and more about how can we get, how can we, how can we annoy them just little enough to increase, you know, X aspect of our brand so that they won't leave. Well, like any, I feel like any, good designer and i i i think the first application i can remember that did this was winamp was like it let you skin like it let you skin the app yeah to how you want like so like if i feel like any good designer would allow you to retain like the original preferences that you like people don't like change like so like like when people are like, well, we wanted to update it with this, blah, blah, blah. Well, like, okay, well, th- is the functionality still there? Oh, it is? Then just fucking let me switch back to the way it was. Like, Yeah, and the, of course, business companies don't do that, and they don't want to do that because they, they want people to move forward. And they, they shouldn't, they shouldn't have an the... interest in it because as long as I'm a paying customer, who gives a shit? Like, 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 like honestly, like... Like if you're if you're in it for the money, you'll retain me longer by not fucking up your app. Like, because that's what happens, right? I mean, like a I lot think of people. It's a gamble, honestly. I think that companies like they're gambling. They're like, 
running the numbers and they're saying, well, if we can add 10 million users, but you know, 3 million squeaky wheels will cancel their subscription, you know? Well, I'm just saying like, they're going to make probably you look at like the, all the Twitter party, you know, the Twitter, Twitter third party apps, you know, I think you had like a tweet deck or something like that. And yeah, I use echo phone and all this, uh, all these other, you know, tweet, bot or i don't know i'm sure you take twit and put it on a, an acronym or something you know some or some kind of fucking <laughs> yeah. adjective Ch- yeah change out the last the last half uh, of twitter to something else and it probably <laughs> exists but uh or tweet I mean, whatever yeah you just i just feel like you have all these things that shift and change up their stuff and like it's like you got to understand there are more there's more competition out there so like if you fuck up and like you make it so that your users yeah. don't like it, they can easily just drop you and go somewhere. So like, like I, like I said, it's a gamble. Yeah. I just, I think and it's an unfortunately awful. like, yeah. Like when you're the user and they change this thing you like, and you don't like it anymore. It's easy to be like, you motherfuckers, why did you do this? But you know, there's always a reason. <laughs> and I, and I'd almost guarantee it's that equation I, I gave earlier where it's like, if we can add 10 million users, but you know, 3 million people are going to leave. Eh, that's what they're thinking, which sucks, right? Because it's, I don't know, it's weird. Like, it's anti your old users, but, you know, they want to make, they want to add more users. It's funny you bring up Twitter because, like, I'm amazed, honestly, at this point that they haven't shut off API support for these third-party clients. Yeah, I mean, they they were slowly doing it, right? And then they got a lot of pushback on that yeah i think you're right um and it's honestly amazing that they were like oh okay well i I guess they did the equation and they were like no we would actually lose more members if we don't let people do this but the further we go along the less they're gonna have any incentive to do that because there'll be less people like us that use a third-party app like uh there was a thing on Twitter a couple weeks ago where apparently they stopped cropping images when you posted to Twitter. It was something I follow a lot of artists and it was something artists were annoyed about because the cropping was like, it was almost random. So like if you had a long, say a tall image and you would post that to Twitter, it would still only do the like, I don't know, four by three, whatever that Twitter would show. And it would pick an area of that to crop. And so like, if you're just scrolling through the tweets, the image like would look messed up or it certainly wouldn't be the full image. You have to click to view the full image. Well, apparently I saw that going around that they removed that for Twitter and I'm like, Oh, cool. So of course I opened my third party app. I don't see a difference. I go to the, uh, PC browser version of Twitter I don't see a difference. I tweet about it and someone points out to me like, oh, it's on the it's on the uh, app. It's only on the app, which I don't use. I don't use the fucking official Twitter app. So that tells you those are the kinds of things that tells you like the vast majority of Twitter users are using it on their phone only or mostly almost entirely and using the main app. So they don't give a fuck about adding this feature to base Twitter. And, of course, they're not going to add it to the API because they haven't added any new features to the API for, like, four or five years or something. That's kind of how they've been trying to drive more people to the main Twitter app. Because, I like, I can't view, I can't post or view polls on my home, on my uh, on my phone app. And I just, I don't care. Yeah. They, they've yet to add anything where I'm like, oh, that's a bummer. I wish I could do that. 
<laughs> I'm sure they wish they were able to add things <laughs> that would make someone like me. But of course, I don't care about new features because I'm an old school Twitter user, right? It's, yeah, a, it's, it's a wonder <laughs> I can post 280 character tweets. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, it's always funny to me when you see like uh, people are like, I'm, I'm doing a poll and you just you just see I'm doing a poll. You don't see the actual poll. Or even better, because like, you don't okay. see anything if someone asks like, what's the best flavor of ice cream? Or, or like, what's your favorite uh, Marvel movie? And, you know, they may post a poll of a bunch of results and they don't. They don't want your like tweeted answer. They just want you to click the poll. But I'm always like, oh, you know, <laughs> all I see is the question. Or or like, yeah, which of these would you pick? Colon, and that's the tweet. <laughs> yeah. That and I don't see uh chains in in Echo Phone. Echo Phone doesn't do chains. You mean like uh, conversations? Uh, it doesn't, it does, it does reply conversations, but it doesn't do like how people will do like, uh, <clears throat> Oh, thread. You know, yeah. Thread. Yeah. It doesn't show okay. threads. Yeah. And mine kind of screws up sometimes like that too. Like if the person, yeah. And, and it almost seems random. Like most of the time I can see those, but if they go more than like 30 or 40 tweets or something, then it will drop off. Well, it'd be funny because yeah. I'll, I'll see one that's like, this is an interesting thread. And so, like, if I want to actually read it, I have to go to that person's timeline and scroll through their tweets until I get to that date. Right. Or time when they started tweeting all of it and just read all their tweets and their yeah. timeline. And then uh, at that point, you're like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, talking, I, I did want to bring up Spotify uh, when we were talking about changing UIs. And it being annoying, so Spotify changed their UI. And I'm sure if I went and looked up the news report, there would be all these wonderful things that they would ex- be extolling to me about the new Spotify. But what I see is that uh, for the for the uh, desktop app, I'm used to seeing on the left-hand side, kind of like how iTunes, if you're familiar with iTunes or whatever, you know, I would see albums, playlists, songs, etc. Now... In that area, I've got home, search, and your library. So I have to click your library. And then along the top, I can pick between playlists, artists, albums, and whatnot. So it's the it's the first worldiest, the first worldiest problems. But basically, they took it from just being on the left and being one click away to being two clicks away. Why? You just had to collapse all of my stuff into the your library button. And it's the same thing for search. So there used to always be a search bar at the top of the of the program. And at any time you could go up and slap it your cursor into that search bar, you know, run a search on basement jacks. Now there's a button to the left. You have to click that to tell it I'm ready to search now. And there's the search bar at the top, just like it always was. And if you go to any other section, that that area is pretty much just blank. They could just leave it there like they did before. But no, (laughs) you know, so I don't I don't know. I don't understand the point of that. Someone must have said like, oh, yeah, this will get people to sign up. (laughs) But you you got me, man. I I am the consumer who's just annoyed by the change. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just I think people think changing means like like relaunching or you know like 
like rebranding. Uh, hmm. What was it? <clears throat> it was the Google products. I don't know if you saw about that. It was about like <laughs> Google's I think, like, a funny one to bring up because they notoriously just kill things that people like and are using, <laughs> which I suppose <laughs> is worse. <laughs> yeah, uh, a redesign a slight redesign that I'm a little annoyed with than you just not supporting it at all anymore. Uh, it was their like mobile apps. They changed like the logos on all their m- mobile oh, apps. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think this was like six to nine months ago. I think or somewhere around there. Yeah, that sounds but familiar. There's a big to do because they all look just fucking awful (laughs) (laughs) yeah they were way more recognizable right and now they're all fucking just garbage they're just like garbage logo like this looks awful yeah uh they look more similar than they did before (laughs) yeah they're just kind of blend together and you're like what the fuck is this garbage um because yeah i mean like it just uh, you have to recognize that sometimes the thing that you have is a brand in itself. Like your logo is like that, you know, like, or something, you know, like when you rebrand it, you just make it. I mean, I don't know. It's just, I remember when they, when they show pictures of it and everything, I was just like, this is awful. Like everybody knows, like, like, well, I, I assume everybody knows, but like, you know, like the logo for this, you know, the logo for that of Google products and like, your custom like why would you change like i don't know like why would you change that up because to me it's became it's become a brand itself like that logo or that symbol now represents google sheets or right. this represents you know gmail or what you know like why i mean there's a reason that mcdonald's has had the same logo yeah <laughs> Right. Taco Bell, pretty much. They'll they'll do like slight updates. I, th- I want to say like if you load up the Taco Bell logo, you'll yeah, it's notice more futuristic. I yeah. think like, like modernized. Like- but yeah, McDonald's, same Burger King, same. Yeah. Yeah, it's just funny. I don't know. It's just awful. <laughs> uh, so what's going on? What's up? Oh, not a lot. I, uh. I got uh, airplane tickets to go see my family in St. Louis. First time flying in like 18 months or something. No, longer than that. Yeah. December of uh, 2019 when I went there for Christmas. It's the last time I flew. So looking forward to that. Also anxious about that, you know. Um, Are you going to double mask it? Are you going to mask? I mean, I assume they still have. I'm vaccinated. Uh, I'll wear a mask. But uh, I don't. I'm not. I mean, I'm not planning on double masking. I'll probably double mask if I fly. I shouldn't need to. I've got these. I think they're like KN95. They're they're the like these Korean like you know best in quality masks that I bought on the Amazon. You know they've had N95 masks for I don't know how long. 20, 30 years, 40, oh, yeah. 50 years. I don't know. Oh how yeah, it's long. just one I mean, of those like, things that we didn't need to think about <laughs> or care about. Because I was, I was, you know, I was down at my mom's house cleaning up my grandpa's shop. I saw he had masks that were in '95, huh? For when he painted and stuff. I was like, oh, okay, that's that that that's been around for twenty, thirty at least. Uh, that's how long he's been right. gone. So I mean, like, so it's just crazy to me. I was like, I the things you 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 think don't up, 
apply to you, end up applying to you later on in life, I guess. <laughs> so, but, uh, but yeah, so I don't, I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, like they had, you know, airplanes got its own infiltrate filtration system, I'm sure air filters, but I guess I, are they, are they still, I, I don't know. Do you, like, how does it work now? Like, what? Do, you, do you have to, like, can anybody get on the plane now? Do you have to show vaccination? Do I think you have to, I think it depends on the airline. Uh, I, I think we're just in a flux with all that stuff. Like, are they separating people out, you know, one per, you know, row or something? I don't know, like, how... Yeah, I don't know. Are we still spacing? Are we... So, I assume you're flying Alaska. Yep. So, uh, make sure you check that out, you know. Uh, well, yeah. Try to read up on it before you even go to the airport, because you don't want to get I to the airport. I do need to look at... I mean, I'm, I'm just planning on wearing a mask, like, the whole time, yeah. anyway. Well, you also want to make sure you carry your vaccination. You don't know if it, I mean. Oh yeah, know. oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm planning on bringing my vaccination. I, t- I brought it yesterday. We we uh we took the ferry over to Seattle, and I was like, I don't know if I need this. I might need it. Why not? I'll just throw it in my my pack here. Yeah. But. Uh yeah the uh the masks I bought are KF94. So if you I got them on Amazon, pack of ten. They're they're like mint. They're not um, meant to be like... Oh, they're mint? In mint condition? I was going to say, they're not meant to be like infinite reusable, but they're like sturdy enough that I've pretty much been using one for like a few months and then I'll open up another just to try and get some... I don't know. What is the definition of reusable? You know, where, where does that line draw? I, I I don't know. My understanding is the filters in these kinds of things, like eventually they're no good at some point. I don't know yeah. how that works exactly. Maybe the material just breaks down over time. But these are really my only issue with these is that they have a kind of drawstring type of looping around the ear and that kind of, that wears over time. But I like everything else about these. Uh, I bought these when it was like when they started saying, hmm, maybe we should double mask. You know, studies indicate that uh, either double mask or like an actual filtered mask like these as opposed to just like a cloth mask that I was wearing before that I got off fucking threadless <laughs> um we finished jessica jones season three it didn't get any better i don't recommend watching past season one of that show <laughs> uh i don't think i have watched past season one of that show. <laughs> i don't think you have either i mean we, we pretty much like it it was something that that I think I, Jennifer and I were enjoying kind of mocking and talking shit about while we finished the show. I mean, yeah. it got ridiculous uh, in a fun way. It wasn't boring to watch just like characters doing annoying things, doing really stupid things and just bad writing. Yeah. I think I quit the halfway through the first episode of season two. Hmm. Like I was just like watching it. You and I was would, just like, why, why am honest, I watching this woman? Honestly, Matt, I, I think, I don't think I could write a season of television that would annoy you more than season three <laughs> of Jessica Jones. I should, I, I, way, should, I, really should go, I should ask you to watch it. Just I to, should really go watch a breakdown of it. Like I should watch <laughs> yeah, somebody, be somebody who's done a run through. Yeah. 
Like just mockingly, like, and here we have Jessica Jones fucking up yet again. Uh, <laughs> she's going to, uh, because rather than talk out her problems with her friend, she's going to drink her bottle of, of whiskey and then go, you know, fucking hit a dumpster or some shit. Or, so, you know. <laughs> well, you would, oh man. Okay. You know what? I'm just going to get into it. Um, yeah, just get into it. Man. No one's going to well, listen to I'm, watch the show. No one should. <laughs> so, you didn't watch also, season it's two. Been out. It's been out for like six years. Yeah, probably, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So season two, in season two, uh, Jessica Jones' mom shows up. You, you're led to believe through all of season one that all of her family, and I think it was just her parents, maybe a sister, died in a car wreck that Jessica survived. And then her mom shows up. Actually, a character shows up that's like super powered and is like kills a person, tries to kill someone else. They stop her. They don't recognize her, but it turns out it's her mom uh, who was saved by some scientist that found her or something. And like the, the process to save her, like the formula, he basically has some sort of like, I don't know, super soldier formula, I guess you could call it, but it's some sort of like injects you and gives you superpowers. And we're not exactly sure what you get, depending on what you get. So the you're solid. And it and it cures her, but it like deforms her face in a way that she doesn't look deformed. She just looks like a different person, which is why, like, basically, it's all a contrived reason for Jessica Jones not to immediately recognize her mother. Right. Uh, and now that you mention it, yeah, it's basically Winter Soldier, but shittier. Um, and so they go through this. Like, her mom is like, like a kind of anti-heroish, and is like got like a like a really active id, and they end up kind of like you know, fighting. And, but at the end she feels like she started to get to know her mom. Uh, and then who's her, killed people, her, who has killed people. Uh, <laughs> and right then in the last episode, her best friend, Trish, uh, Patricia Walker, i.e. Patsy Walker, i.e. Hellcat. that I talked about last episode, shoots her mom in the head and kills her thinking that she's doing a good thing and that she's helping Jessica. So season three starts and Jessica's pissed at Trish. Oh, I, I forgot to mention during season two, Trish was dating a guy that had like these pills that would give you temporary, uh, like enhanced, basically let's say temporary vampire powers, not really vampire powers, but like, but like she was like more agile. You can see in the dark, you can hear better, you know, like heightened senses and all that. Um, able to like jump three times as high as you normally would. And so Trish starts taking those and Trish is a former addict. So she like gets addicted to those. And by the end of the episode, she has gone to this doctor that saved her mom and gotten the treatment for superpowers or whatever. And so the end of the episode ends with like Trish, like, like catching something she was about to drop with her foot in kind of like a Spider-Man figuring out that he has powers kind of way. And so season three starts. Remember though, Trish kills Jessica's mom. Season three starts. Jessica is pissed at Trish and Trish starts running around, like basically become trying to become a hero. She starts training uh, and she starts assaulting (laughs) and trying to like stop purse snatchers and shit. And it's kind of funny. Um, but the whole season ends up where Trish is an, a moron. Uh-huh. Uh, she's like really not very smart. 
like almost all of her ideas for trying to stop people. And she turns into this kind of anti-hero, like this kind of like she, she accidentally kills someone. A melee challenge punisher. I don't know. Like kind of, yeah. But like even, and, and even, even to the point where she accidentally kills someone like that she bizarro, was just trying to beat it, beat up. And from then on, she's like, well, I, during the season, they come across the serial killer and Jessica Jones ends up like getting on the serial killer's ass about this whole serial killer thing. And so um, the serial killer ends up killing Jessica Jones's surrogate mom. Because remember, Jessica Jones' parents died in a car wreck. She got adopted by Trish's mom. So she grew up the rest of her like teenage years alongside Trish. And that's why they're best friends under her mom. So the serial killer kills Dorothy, Trish's mom. Because of Jessica Jones. And so Trish goes like crazy and ends up, you know, killing the serial killer. So anyway, the whole season ends up being like Jessica Jones has to put Trish down because Trish is running around and killing like really bad people like the serial killer. She kills this. uh, She kills a cop that was bribing drug de- or uh, blackmailing drug dealers, but also killing drug dealers, many of whom were like 15-year-old kids. Oh, man. Uh, that's the guy that she accidentally kills that kind of sets her off in the deep end. She's like, oh, that was easy. Like, maybe I should be doing this. She she beats up on a a, 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 a land developer that has been buying properties and then like, oops, the property burns down. And it's like, pretty clear that it's arson except they're they they can find no the like police can find no evidence this guy has like killed like seven people including like firefighters and shit and so the last few episodes of the season is jessica jones being trying to like stop her friend trish from like going off the deep end but because of all the people that trish has killed i'm like i don't i don't know that like i kind of agree with trish it's like, well, it's like, Jeez. would you the Punisher? You know what I mean? Like, right. I mean, it, it's the same question. You know, some people are just anti-vigilantes, but like, personally, part of the whole, you know, growing, you know, getting older, becoming an adult, especially in the last few years of Black Lives Matter and like really seeing articles about how incompetent police are, uh, you know, part of that is thinking like, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe the guy that we know for sure has murdered, not tortured and murdered nine people. Maybe I'm okay with Trish killing that guy. You know, <laughs> maybe the guy that's buying property and burning them down and killing people like tenants that live there and firefighters and shit. Maybe it's okay that that guy dies. Right. Like they didn't exactly pick the best examples for Trish. And that's the problem. Like that's the problem with the writing in the first place is like the only reason Trish gets so angered and like, so the, the the real estate developer guy, she didn't even mean to kill that guy either. She just was like, rah, got into a rage and just like punched him to death. Um, So, of course, that's Trisha's point that like, oh, you can't control yourself anymore. But it's like the people she killed deserve to die. <laughs> like the system clearly couldn't take care of them. Them living would result in more people dying. I don't you know, it's just like if you want to make a point about Trish going off the deep end. You you probably need to pick less monsters. 
But of course, they needed those people to be monsters for her to be angry enough to kill them. It just, it, like, it all falls apart. It's just, it's bad. It's bad. This on top of, like, all kinds of just dumb things that the characters do. You know, ways in which they should have expected X to happen. You know, not being careful. So, in summary, Jessica Jones, season three. Bad. Don't watch it. Um, <laughs> let's see what else I made notes. I watched a movie called Possessor. Possessor. This, this is written, directed by the uh, son of David Cronenberg. <clears throat> Where did you watch this at? Uh, this. Yeah, it was on HBO Max. Was it on yeah, Netflix, I'm trying to remember because it, it, I thought it was on. I think I ended up having to buy it. Crackle. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I have no idea. Uh, I have. I have access to Netflix, HBO Max, Hulu. What was? What's the dead? Oh, I watched it on Hulu. It's uh, it's on Hulu. What was the? What's the? What's the? The quick the Quibi. Did you watch it on the dead? Quibi? <laughs> No, Quibi only had like the whole point of Quibi was to have short content. They wanted to be TikTok, but with celebrities and uh, the people weren't having it. Yeah, no, this is on uh, Hulu. I think it was on Netflix at one point. Possessor. I I confused. Yeah, Possessor. Like I said, it's from the um, son of uh, David Cronenberg. David Cronenberg is known for making gory movies, uh, body horror movies. He made the remake of The Fly with Jeff Goldblum. Bloom. He made History of Violence. I think he made Altered States. Uh, and his son is kind of like continuing tradition, actually. Uh, no, he did not do Altered States. Um, it is a kind of body horror. Like, it's basically the idea of the movie. What you see in the like opening scene is that there is this organization that somehow can puppet other people by like grabbing them and um, like basically like plugging into the top of their head. And then this organization apparently gets hired. Like it's, they don't talk about when it is, but you get the idea that it's like near future. Um, This organization is apparently some sort of like hit squad organization or something. So, like in the in the first scene, you see this um, this girl at a party, and she just looks like um, I don't know that she's like a hostess at the party or or a waitress or something. And she walks up and just like stabs the shit out of this guy at the party. He's clearly like an important person at the party, and just like stabs the shit out of him over and over and over again. Everybody leaves running, and she's acting kind of weird, and then she tries to put a gun in her mouth to kill herself while saying like, pull me out. Uh, but has issues with that, but they do pull her out. And so you find out that this character, like the main character is one of these like people who is puppeted into other people in order to carry out these plans. So it's like a really dark fucked up movie. (laughs) It's gory. You know, it's 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 gory in that if you've seen a Cronenberg movie, you know, it's the kind he's the kind of guy that wants to show you the horrible scene. He's not going to, like, cut away tastefully or anything like that. Um, But, you know, some people learn to that gives it a more visceral, you know, really puts the horror in horror. So 
the movie ends up going on and being kind of like a, about the psychological effects of this job and you know without getting into details it goes into a really fucked up place and ends in a really dark place but uh it's a it's a really good piece of sci-fi i i can't i can't put my finger on it i i i didn't come away being like wow what a great movie i didn't think about it days later um but i, I it does something really unique if you like psychological horror if you like Cronenberg movies, uh, if you if you like really creative dark sci-fi, like Black Mirror, it's kind of like a long Black Mirror episode in a way. I would recommend it for sure. Um, and what made you watch it? Uh, just seeing some some buzz about it. I think it came out okay. like six or eight months ago. I don't remember. Yeah, uh, I listened to the Slash Film Cast, and they they all talked about it being really good. So I was like, okay, you know, I haven't seen something like that in a while. And then I paired that with the polar opposite in terms of moods with a movie called weathering with you. This is a 2020 anime movie. It's from the, I don't know, director, writer, whatever creator of uh, a movie called your name. And I want to say three centimeters. And uh, I don't know. I saw, honestly, I like I saw a post on Reddit and someone was posting like pictures from it. And it just looked beautiful. And everyone was talking about like how it's this really lovely story and looks really great. Yeah, it's it's probably the best animated hand-drawn thing I've ever seen. Uh, It doesn't have necessarily as much style and creativity as, say, a Miyazaki movie or a Ghibli movie, but, um, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of animation is going to CG these days. And I'm just, haven't seen a lot of that, that I personally like. So it's nice to see someone continuing to make hand-drawn stuff. They supplement with CG, but in kind of in a way that like a Marvel movie is going to have CG in it, right? Like it's still, you'd still consider that a live action movie. It's still a, a, a hand-drawn animated movie, but it's a very kind of slice of life anime movie. It's magical surrealism. This it takes place in Tokyo, and there just seem to be like constant cloudy and rainy days. And this girl seems to be able to pray and make the sun come out for a few hours in like certain areas of the city. Um, and it's about this guy who. Like is struggling to get a to get by. It looks like he ran away from his home situation to move to to Tokyo to try and get a job, and he has a tough time of it. It's just like really epic tale, but uh, just kind of heartwarming. You know, it's sad and and happy and wild. Like it it it. God, I you know, I'm trying to avoid spoilers, but like it goes places that you're like really surprised they they go there you like at one point you think the movie's wrapping up and then they're like nah and they go to this place and you're like holy shit okay um i would recommend it uh this this was on uh hbo max so if you have hbo max you can watch it for free it's uh it's like a, a little over two hours so like i said it's just it it's got a good pace to it. It really keeps going. It's got a lot of like likable characters. It's earnest. It's heartwarming. If you're looking for something like that, if you're just, I don't know, just let me felt real feeling really content. Um, so if you 
listened to me talk about Possessor and was like, I, I can't deal with that kind of <laughs> dark shittiness in the world. This is the alternative. If you're just, you know, a lot of people want to watch movies and they want, you know, they want to escape to a to a place. And this is a wonderful little escape movie if you like animation at all. It uh, I watched it subtitled, but then on the credits, I was kind of blown away to see that they had like Allison Brie was playing the uh, the main girl character. Um, it's got Riz Ahmed playing uh, a main character. It's one of those movies that they got like some named people to do the, uh, the dubbing. So I imagine the dubbing is pretty good. So, yeah, that's a, another movie. You got anything to say about that? Mr. Mr. <laughs> Let me monologue over there. Uh, I mean, I don't, I mean, I've heard about your name. I don't know about this. Yeah, I'd heard about your name before too, and I, I, my understanding is it's a, it's a very similar kind of movie to this. Yeah. Like that's what this guy kind of makes. So I'm interested in watching your name next for sure. It's 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 more critically lauded. It's the one that everyone kind of points to as the masterpiece. I don't know. I just, uh, uh, I don't know about those. I don't know. Hmm. You got to be in a mood. I got to be in a mood for those really, honestly. Cause I mean, Uh like, I mean, I'm trying to think here, like what drives me to watch rom-coms and stuff like that. Like, uh, like just romance. I mean, what drives me? I don't know. It's just like a mood, I guess. I don't know. Like I'm trying to think like, yeah, story to me, it's wise, just like I, mean, I don't know. Like, if if you like if you like a love story, and really everyone does, yeah. uh, you know, it's just you know, and a well written one, a well made one, even better if it's got like a, a little you know fantasy or sci fi element to it. That's just it's heartwarming, right? It's like it's it's food for the soul. So that's why I think that you would like a movie like this. Oh yeah, I'm sure I would. Just a matter of you know, seeing it in my feed or something, you know, like, like your name, I, it's, I've, I've known about it, but it's like, it's never hit any of the streaming services or anything. You'd have to right. pay for it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Those are the kinds of things that I never sought out. Cause my understanding is that I would need to like buy the Blu-ray for 20 or maybe $30. Right. <laughs> so I was, I was pleased to, f- that kind of stuff is becoming more accessible. I feel like. Which is nice. So, anything else? What's up? Game wise? Uh, yeah. So, I've been playing. Uh, the only game I've really been playing is uh, Grindstone. Grindstone. I, uh, I don't know. I don't think I've ever heard of that. Yeah, I hadn't heard of it either. Uh, but it was. There was a Rock, Paper, Scissors article about it because it was coming to PC. And it's a it's a puzzle game, you know, like a Tetris style puzzle game. Not really Tetris though. Um, and it reminded me of an old iOS game I used to play that I think was called Dungeon Raid or something, something really generic. Uh, basically, you've got like a field. It's it's kind of looks like a bejeweled layout. So you've got a field of different colored uh, blocks. In this case, they're almost, they're all enemies. And so you're this guy with a sword and you have to draw a line through similar colored enemies 
or or sa- actually same colored enemies. So like if you, you you're trying to find a line of like okay, there's like these purple enemies and it kind of goes up here and I can cross through. And you can as long as you can go like, I mean you can go in all what is it eight directions? You know like horizontally, vertically, and diagonally. You can draw this line and you're trying to like kill off enough enemies to be able to like go through the the exit. And if you draw and if you draw a line that goes through at least 10 things, then it creates a little gem on the field. And that gem, if you draw a line through that, you can switch color enemies. So you can do like a big long uh, line of this color enemies and then hit that gem and then continue and use all this to make more gems that can help you do that. And then there are enemies that will show up on the field that have like a number next to their uh, next to next to them that lets you know that you need to draw a line and make a combo of at least that number and then hit them with that. So it's very much a game about like trying to get a big long combo and then run it into like a 10 health enemy. If you, and you can only kill an enemy in one hit, like you can't like do five damage to them, then come back. And if you end your turn next to an enemy, so like the regular enemies are just sitting there on the field. But over time, they will get, I don't know, aggravated or something. And then if you end your turn next to them, they will hit you. And you've got like a three health pull. So that's the basic setup of the game. And it's exactly my kind of jam. I love puzzle games like this. Uh, you know, what I call action puzzlers. This is not very action-y. <laughs> I'm usually thinking of Tetris where, you know, you're on the clock pieces are falling you got to deal with these things right now this is very considered you can like take your time to kind of find your line but it's you know the 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 fields are randomly generated so if you fail you can try again and get a different set of blocks and uh yeah it's a it's a cappy i think it's cappy games made uh, quite a few solid games i uh, highly recommend it i'm playing on switch apparently it came to ios arcade which is that exclusive like subscription service for games hey, it's funny that... you talk about that because uh verizon gave me a year's worth of it hey included well, with my unlimited plan so i was like all right i'll sign up for that i don't know why but i'll sign up for it yeah right uh I... you can try this for free now okay Grindstone, all one word. I'm not saying you're gonna like it, but it's free, so you might as well. well I'm looking give at it a the shot. gameplay video of it. Uh, yeah, apparently it was put out last year, so it looks like okay. it's very uh, yeah, bejeweled or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. like you having a. I'm actually having trouble right now remembering what the mechanics of bejeweled are. Is it that you're like you can swap two pieces, swap, right? Isn't that what you do? Uh, you like swap two pieces I next to each other to make three, three in a row. You think of Puzzle and Dragons, right? Well, I think Puzzle and Dragons might be like an upgraded, advanced version of Bejeweled, but I'm pretty sure. I that's... thought Bejeweled, you just you just drew lines. I thought that was all you did was in Bejeweled. Well, I am loading up a video of someone playing Bejeweled. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Yeah, it's, it's all about swapping. So you, all you can do is swap two adjacent gems. Oh, okay. And you 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 got to get at least three. Connected. What am I thinking? Am I? Am I thinking of Puzzle and Dragon? Like, in a way, Puzzle and Dragon is a mix of Bejeweled and Grindstone. Because, yeah, you, you like grab a gem and you can move it, but you can continuously move it. And until you let go of that gem, like you can move it all over the battlefield. And every time you move it through a piece, that piece is like moved into the square behind it. So, yeah, 
Puzzle and Dragon is all about like lining up multiple columns of at least three touching. And it Puzzle and Dragon is a fantastic puzzle system. As far as I'm concerned, I would recommend anybody play that game. But it's also a gotcha game. So, you know, your mileage. Mileage may vary. Exactly. And, uh, Interesting. That's about it. That's about what I got to say. I just, uh, oh, I, uh, I just got, I just bought uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered because it was on sale. Bought that for my PS4. Uh, four. I'm playing on my PS5, and uh, I'm enjoying that. It's an arcade racer. It's got Are a turbo you, uh, button. It's it's basically Fast and the Furious the game, that, except there's like no on, story at all. Is that not on Game Pass? I don't think so, but I would think it or like uh, it's an EA I game. S- well, I saw though, but if you if you pay for that ultimate version of Game Pass for the P, you know where you get PC and Xbox, you get EA Play. Oh, I mean, maybe, but like, I'm at this point where I want to play everything that I can on my PS5 because it has ruined me for load times on the Xbox. Plus PS5, it's, they, uh, they did a patch for 4K 60 FPS for that, for that game. And a lot of games are getting those patches. And so it's just really nice to, (laughs) to be able to have like basically no load times. 60 frames per set per second, 4K, especially for a racing game. It's uh it's real nice. Okay. Yeah, I signed up for that uh ultimate game, ultimate Xbox thing and saw that you could get the EA play. Uh, Cuz I was trying to find like a way to not buy Madden but play Madden. So, <laughs> right? Because I don't want to pay, f- I won't. I didn't want to pay fifty bucks for Madden. Yeah, they don't, don't, don't deserve it. Really. Yeah, they shit those games out. It's just a reskin, right? Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, I signed up for that. I did a, you know, I pay a dollar or something like that, and I get it for three months or something. So, right. I signed up for that. I had a fun time when I signed up for. it. The first time I signed up because I played Sea of Thieves a lot. Oh yeah, uh, but uh, uh, playing Chivalry Two Beta Open Beta again. Uh, it's mm-hmm. free until tomorrow. Uh, so I'm playing that. I don't know. It's just I don't know where I fall in that game. That game is it's fun but frustrating. Mm. Like I think it'd be. F- more, yeah, I mean, but let's just say every multiplayer game would be fun if you played it with real friends and talked and stuff and why you did it. Uh, that goes the same with everything, you know, like any for any 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 multiplayer game is obviously going to be more fun when you include friends <laughs> yeah. playing it. Um, but I feel like there's the game would be a lot more fun with coordination, you know, uh. You know, people need to like learn how to, you know, push a certain area together or whatever. You know, it's just nobody, everybody's doing their own thing, it seems like, in that game. Yeah. Uh, uh, but there's like, I don't know. It's just some game modes aren't that fun. Some, some, some are, but some aren't. There's just Reminds one game Call mode. Of Duty. There's just one game mode where, uh, one level where 
you all start off as peasants. I don't know. Like it's, huh. it's like, it's called the slaughter of something. So it's supposed to represent just people coming in and slaughtering a village. And so you start off as peasants and you just have pitchforks or like, you know, just farming tools or something. And as soon as you get killed, you respawn as a soldier. Uh, but I'm just all like, this, this is stupid. Like what's even the point of this? Like nobody's going to be like, nobody's going to win like the stage. The stage is going to easily be, you know, you don't have the ability to not beat this. So it's like, what is even the point of this? And then at the end of that level, the one, one part of the stage, the last part of the stage is you become a peasant if you die. And then you have to defend the soldiers that are remaining alive. And it's just like, once again, it's just like you're handicapping everybody. I don't know why you would do that. Like what? Let's, I mean, they get infinite respawns as soldiers. You're a peasant that just like sometimes spawns with a weapon. Sometimes, like I spawned one time without a weapon. I was like, this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a peasant with fists fighting people with swords and shields. Uh, so I was just like, this, this mode is dumb. This doesn't make any sense. This is, I mean, I know what you're trying to convey, but it just doesn't work as a game. Huh. Uh, it would be like as if you were playing Call of Duty and you start off as just villagers. You know, <laughs> like, oh, here's people coming in with uh, assault rifles. Uh, I have... That could uh, actually be a really interesting idea for a game. Like, defend your village game where you're with your friends where you know that uh, guys with assault rifles and, and, well, like military guys are showing up soon and you've got to, like, figure out how to kind of home alone trap your village is- and... Like a Rambo, kind of. I mean, I guess so. I'm, I'm thinking like, but more from like the villagers' perspective, where maybe you've got like well, hunting, yeah, hunting rifles, and that was a that wasn't one of the Rambo movies where he has to teach villagers how to. Sure, it's like, like it's like every episode of the A Team, right? Or, uh, I mean, Seven Samurai, you know, or or the Three Amigos. Yeah. The, you know, it's it's an age old story, so like gamify that because that could be really interesting. But yeah, um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, I play a little bit of Magic Arena. Uh, it was all right. It was fun. Have you I, played uh, that before? Yeah. And, well, yeah, I've been playing Magic Arena okay. off and on. Uh, Arena. Was, Arena is just the digital card game version. Okay. That's uh, what I thought. Like, okay. It's, it's, it's like. Because they they've announced or is in. It was like alpha, like I thought some other version, uh, like they almost have magic legends. Yeah. Maybe that's though. what I'm thinking of. And it's like a dungeon crawler, I think, or something like a, almost like a Diablo or something, you know, like isometric dungeon crawler where you have cards and you're playing them, I guess. I don't know. I downloaded it. It was on Epic store. I downloaded it. I loaded up the tutorial and I was like, I don't want to play this. Like, <laughs> Just immediately did not look like. Yeah, I just immediately just did not want to like. I don't know. It's like, like I'll watch a video of a game. I'll be like, okay, this looks cool. And then I'll load it up and I'll go. I don't want to learn this. I don't want to. I don't want to spend time into this. I don't want to. It's not my jam. Um, Yeah. Let's see. I got some notes here. Uh, 
Who do you think uh, the first person to ride a horse? Like, wh- what do you think was going on there? Like, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, like, it had gee. to have been like the the redneck, like he'll do anything guy of the uh, of the tribe, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like you think about I mean, like, do they make friends with some horses <clears throat> first, and then we're like, I think I could ride that. Well, do you think they were? Do you think they just everything they saw that they thought was big enough for them? Do you think they just started jumping on them? I'm sure they did. Yeah, like they saw like I mean, think about it. A bison. Do you think they tried to ride bison at for one point? Sure. Like, this. This is way too shit. I can't get this shit. <laughs> I can't nowhere. control this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's where we got oxen, right? You know, people used yeah. to ride oxen, plowing the field. I don't know if they rode them. I mean, they strapped. Oh yeah, they strapped I, them, I, but I don't know if I they have, jumped onto them. Yeah, no, I'm definitely seeing in my head like an image of like an Asian man in a rice field on riding a on it, riding on not a saddle, no, just like riding on his back, slapping, you know, slapping it with a uh, a bamboo sh- leaf or something. A bamboo, <laughs> a bamboo shoot. <laughs> Has to be bamboo, right? I mean, it's, that's <laughs> sure. That's what it grows there in Asia, bamboo. Like they have no other trees. Uh, but yeah, I'm just like thinking like, like who is the, like, like, like just to come along and be like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride that motherfucker. I'm gonna ride that horse. That guy, and then to do it repeatedly, by the way, because yeah. you know, he didn't, ju- the horse wasn't immediately like, oh, all right, cool. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. You got to break that shit in. And then like, he had no thing. idea. The first guy to break in a horse didn't know how to break in a horse. <laughs> he probably died. Yeah. But then people maybe. were like, you know what? I think I'm better than than Jimmy. <laughs> I've learned from Jimmy. It's my turn. I can do this. And then to like, and then the first guy that like pulled it off, that guy was a god, right? Surely he was immediately made chief of the tribe. Yeah. Like, Dude can ride a shit. horse. Did you see Bill? Did you see what? Did you see what the fuck he just did? fucking broke that horse. He ran down Mark, and it was awesome. He fucking trampled. Trampled, trampled his that. ass. At like three times the speed that we can run. And then he made the horse put his testicles on his face. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it was... Over and over again. <laughs> I'm sure it was like one of those Civilization or Age of Empires games where, you know, tribe unlocks horses before anybody else, and you just have like a turn or two of just completely destroying any nearby tribes because you've got fucking horses. <laughs> uh, saying that made me think, like, I, it'd be funny to have a YouTube parody or something, like, of of some real-life teabagging. Like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Why are you pu- Why are you constantly crouching... And and like putting your balls over their face, yeah, I don't like a super that. serious like, like, dead. A, like SWAT yeah. assault on a drug <laughs> yeah. dealer. You know, you like you film it completely seriously for a minute, and then after the guy runs in, he's like clear, and he guns it, and he's just like, eh, 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 eh. what are, what are you what are you doing? What the fuck? And like that, and then it Mark, cuts what are you to doing? like it cuts to like uh, what call it, Cam? Uh, <laughs> The kill body cam, cam. body oh. cam. Oh, the, the officer's body cam. <laughs> like uh, you just see it going up and down. Yeah, 
and then like just, you just see it from another cut, yeah, yeah, and just and you see it from the other officer that confronts him, like like what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, and maybe one of the, the 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 terrorist comes out and is like, oh really, really, like you 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 killed the guy, you killed a you man, killed him. you killed. Him. I don't think you need to celebrate. By what are you even doing? Why why are you even doing that? And then, um, and then it shows the guy like he stops doing the squat thing and he just suddenly starts dancing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you, what what are you doing now? And then the guy's like, Hello, 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 thanks. I'm why sorry. Are you, thanks. Hello. Why, why are you doing the gungum style dance on his on top of like <laughs> Just in the full squat gear, so you just hear like the yeah. the danglies and the leather and the straps and all. Uh, wouldn't your family be your soulmates? Why? Like, why I is mean, that? Because they're like they're they're part of you. They, they're your, they are they're literally... blood mates, Matt, but they're not soulmates. Ah, uh, I mean, like if. If that's not part of your soul, I don't know what is. Like, well, you want to get into discussing like I how don't... souls are formed and where they come from and all that, and like whether you're attached, yes, by your souls to DNA, your family members. I think all the stuff you're thinking of is yeah, like blood and DNA. That's all like that's all tangible shit. This is well, like I was a soul. I'm, I'd made a tweet. I don't know if you saw me make a tweet about like how I know there's not a god because. Cows don't produce chocolate milk. Like, I was thinking, like, <laughs> I how love much the idea better... that is a logical proof. You know, like that's your mathematic proof. Well, I mean, I mean, if you are an omnipotent being that knows everything, like, think of how much better you would make the world. Oh yeah. Like, if you could, if you had that power, I mean, like, if you could make anything out of Mosquitoes, anything, like, gone. <laughs> well, they they serve a purpose. Maybe. I mean, it's a circle of life on that. I'll give it a year and then I'll, you know, I'll talk to the scientist and see how we're doing. And then maybe I can reintroduce them. (laughs) I'm just saying, you know, I mean, like, there's so many things like, like, we wouldn't have, like, why, what's the point of the spleen? Like, you know, like, you wouldn't even have that. Like, you wouldn't have unnecessary. The spleen actually does important stuff. All right, fine then. The appendix. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Whatever, all Wisdom these different teeth. things. Yeah, uh, it's like clean up your yeah. design a little bit, God. And I mean, wouldn't wouldn't God make everybody asexual? Hmm, that's an interesting question. I mean, like, I mean, if you ask that, then uh, maybe you ask, wouldn't we all be the same race? Yeah. Wouldn't we all be the same height? Wouldn't we all have the same size penises? Well, we wouldn't have penises because we'd Would, be asexual. Oh, you're right. Well, what does asexual mean? Does that mean everybody's got a penis and a vagina? Or does it no, mean... It just means you lay eggs. And you gotta sit on oh, you just, you just make one every once in a while? <laughs> no, no fertilization? <laughs> yeah. I kind of like the idea. I mean, that's, you know, we're talking about an equitable world. So in this scenario, you know, pregnancy is never a surprise. You would have to decide, like, I'm going to make a baby, you know? 
I mean, <laughs> you know, you start to talk about a world that's homogenous. There's something to be, but you know, I hear where you're going. Like there are so many issues that are caused by just the color of diff- people's skin. And, you know, you're not like me, so I don't like you. Well, that, and we probably wouldn't stay hidden. You know, we'd, we'd be known. We'd be a known God. Oh, we would, uh, I mean, right. I mean, like, what, what because, you? because, because of that, that I'm not gonna, you know, appear to people or whatever, you know, that, that causes dissension, you know, mm. that causes so, other yeah. race, other, other, uh, other religions to sprout up and cause, you know, wars and stuff like that. But you want to be the owner of the company that like walks around every once in a while yeah. and be like, Hey Mark, how's it going? It's, it's Matt. Yeah. Matt. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Your name's Mark. <laughs> For that, your name's Mark. Yep. Nope. Yep. It's happened. Everybody calls you Mark now. It's always been that way. You're Mark. Get no, your just, Mark. That would be that would be a good a good YouTube series where God is just at the office or something like walking around like a, like a, like a supervisor. Yeah, just an asshole CEO. And he's really just like, like, we, that's two good ideas we've had for skits. Cause I like the idea of him just like <laughs> walking through a hospital with like a cup of coffee. And he's like, Hey guys, how's it going? Everybody does the thing that everybody does. When, like, like he could heal people instantly. Like they would, I mean, like the like, jokes that could come out of this idea are wonderful. So They're like, well, oh, hey, hey God. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, things people, aren't, things aren't great today. People just flat lines right in front of God and he just walks away. And he's like, well, even better, or even better, he, the person's like, ah, actually, yeah, we just, we just, we just lost a guy. And he's like, you know, gestures. He's like, oh, ooh, well, how about not? And he does it and you know, he just brings it back to life. And everybody's like, yay. And then when someone's like, you know, we lost some people. And he's like, nope, got to go. See ya. <laughs> got things to do. <laughs> you guys he, keep he it like, Oh, man. He just like avoids like <laughs> I see him now walking down the hallway and there's a sign that says like children's cancer ward and he just turns around or something like it's just be awful. It would just be like a really <laughs> awful like he's drinking his coffee. And he, and he's, as he's walking by, he does the thing where he puts his it, hand up, like, up next to his eyes. So he like and does like the <sighs> Ooh, that's rough. That's uh, he well, you know, and walks- <laughs> I can't. I can't just heal everything. <laughs> like, oh man! So like, I, I mean, you could. And he's like, "No, I can't." <laughs> it says it all loud and booming. Uh, Our God is a moody God. Yeah, he's a dick. Our God is a moody God. He's a pain. And then, like, and then there'd be a scene at a construction site where he's he's walking up, and and one of the people says. Oh. Oh hey, Jesus is returning. Everybody look busy. <laughs> and God's like, yeah, I haven't heard that 136,462 times. As he stares at the guy that made the little That's joke. It. Well, it's based on that joke. You've seen that joke, right? Like, Jesus is returning. Everybody look busy. No, I haven't. Oh, okay. It's supposed to be a joke about, you know, people say that Jesus will return to earth. I don't think it's. <laughs> I think people say. I think it's in the Bible. Well, that's uh, what that's the point. Like it's based on that, and then someone made yeah, a joke yeah, yeah. to make it seem like you oh, know, okay. Like the supervisor is walking through, and you know, like hey, hey supervisor's coming. Everybody look busy. Anyway, I, I was like reading these things, these notes that I put, and I, 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 I didn't real. I should have specified. I watched Army of the Dead. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, but your notes allude to that without well, just, saying that? It just started off like, I would have done this. And I'm all like, what? Like, where does that even? I was like, oh, yeah, this is Army of the Dead notes. Uh, so I'll just say, just an overall bad movie. It's just <laughs> stupid. Okay. This is dumb. Yeah, I've I've heard nothing good about it. Uh, so I'm just going to talk about it. Uh, you're, okay. you're probably never going to watch it. Nope. And I've also listened to another podcast where I've heard them. <laughs> go full spoilers uh it's just it's a really it. fucking awful movie and i don't think anybody should really waste their time on it okay uh, um so so spoilers for the next five minutes maybe i guess i i shouldn't even give it that much um the premise is that z- a zombie outbreak happened in vegas but only in vegas so yeah, they just so, like they just shut down vegas and you can't you can't go into vegas yeah right? so like they're so like I watched like a hidden like I hidden things of Army like Army of the Dead, which is very interesting because I, if I would have known those going into it, I think the movie would have been more interesting at least. Mm. Uh, so like at the very beginning of the movie, um, basically there's uh, the army's going to do a trans transport or something. You don't know what. Um, so it's very interesting to find out like in the opening scene, like when they're driving out of the base or whatever, there apparently are like two lights in the sky that zoom off like behind the convoy. So apparently there's UFOs. So it's like an area. Yeah. It's like an area 52, uh, area 50, area 51, area 51, right? Area. Yes. I think Area 52 is a... Was the video game, like, right? Yeah, there's, it's like one of those joke things. It's like, oh, you thought Area 51 had the shit, but it was Area 52 next door, dumbasses. That's how, so, that's how they keep it on the down low. So, yeah. So, like, they're leaving that, and, like, apparently, like, the zombie itself is probably alien origin is what they suspect. Like, is what... Like, but it, but to what end? Does that, like, have anything to do with the actual movie? Well, so, like, in the movie, like, all kinds of weird shit happen in the movie that you're like, what? Like, this is amazing. So, like, so anyway, so, like, the movie starts off with they're transporting this thing. You don't know what it is. Uh, I mean, well, we know what it is because we know what fucking movie we're watching. Uh, so they're transporting it. And they're like, I bet it's aliens. I bet we're transporting an alien. And like, yeah, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> and then, like, like their main goal, right, is to fucking drive this thing to somewhere. Like, that's their that's their job. Drive something somewhere without fucking up. Well, they don't get more than probably ten minutes. Uh, not even ten minutes. Two minutes out of the gate, and they've already fucked that up. Okay. Like they're not paying attention to the road. Like the guy is like having a conversation or whatever, not paying attention. Uh, this other guy that that they that's driving towards them is getting a blowjob, obviously, because of why course. else would you not be distracted? Zach, I mean, yeah, it's a Zack Snyder movie. Uh, so like he's swerving, I guess, on the road or something. I don't know what the fuck. Um, but like their job is to like we're the lead convoy person. I guess our thing should be to look at the road. No, nah, we're just going to like have a conversation, do that thing where we're talking to one another in the car and looking at you, each other rather than pay attention to the road. Sure. And even though I have a light headlights shining in my fucking face, I'm not ever going to look at the road and I'm just going to crash. And, or, and I think he swerves to miss it. And like, 
which allows like the thing that's hauling the zombie to like hit it directly. And I'm like, your job is to take the hits. <laughs> like if something's in front of you, you, you don't move out of the way. You fucking take the hit. So it doesn't fuck up the right. thing that you're like, protecting. Yeah. And so it, it flips over the thing that, and whatever is inside. I, I guess the, the guy that's inside the zombie guy that's inside gets loose from his chains, I guess. I don't know why he wouldn't just be beating at the door anyways. So uh-huh. he punches the door open. And I'm is this like, more than the first like 10 minutes of the movie? Yeah, this okay. is the first 10 minutes. <laughs> and he gets out and they tell him, you know, they tell him radio, you got to get the fuck out. Just if it's, if it's compromised, get the fuck away. And so everybody starts trying to fight this thing. Obviously they get murdered and killed. And so that's how it spreads. Mm-hmm. So like the guy, this it's Alpha basically. He's called the Alpha. He goes into Las Vegas, and all the thing is like, I guess it wouldn't spread out of Las Vegas. I guess. I mean, if you can shut, if you can make sure that no vehicles are leaving the town, like, oh, well, yeah, because like uh, presumably the zombies, the zombies can't drive a car. But then again, my understanding is they introduce like smart zombies in this movie. Yeah, they did. So. Theoretically, ironically, <laughs> well, even though yeah. in every other zombie logic, like the world gets overtaken by zombies in this movie where there's actually zombies that could be smart enough to drive a, to drive a car. They're like, nah, they're stuck. Cause yeah, like Vegas is, it's kind of, I mean, it's cut off, right? It's like surrounded by mountains, in the middle of the desert. Yeah. It would have to like get on a plane in like the cargo area or something and nobody know about it and, and then maybe continue that way. But yeah, I guess it all depends on how quickly the virus takes a hold of you once you've been bit. Yeah. Cause I mean, if you can, if you can go like, you know, 24 hours, you could easily get bit, jump on a plane and probably fly somewhere. Yes. That's how it would have to spread. Um, but anyway, so yeah, like the opening scene is just, like that, and then it's showing all these people, all the all the main characters and their origin, basically, of it it overtaking Las Vegas, and then them building up a container wall around Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, and apparently, like I guess it's been like six months or something. I don't know. It's been a long time, I guess, because they're like that right there seems ridiculous to me because <laughs> I feel like you could just get together a military battalion or, or a few and just like systematically go through Vegas and just clean it out. Yeah. Like yeah. get everybody geared up so that you can't be bit. Yeah. And just clean that. That's shit what out. I don't, that is like the dumbest shit to me. People going in, oh, I'm just going to wear short sleeve shirts. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm like thinking like motherfucker, I'm wearing like double paintball gear, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I am looking like an NFL player going in to fight zombies. Right? I always thought that scene in The Walking Dead where they wrap their arms with uh, magazines, magazines? One, of, like, one of the most brilliant yeah. adaptations for zombies I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, treat them, yeah, treat them like, a, like an attack dog. You just throw that arm up there. They're going to go for it. They're dumbasses. Yeah. Attract the bite to somewhere where you don't want to get bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... I don't know. But anyway, so yeah. Uh, so then there's like, they organize like, a, it's basically a heist movie. Right. 
there's so a safe go in one of the casinos that's full of a bunch of money. Yeah. Uh, and apparently they need a safe cracker because this guy can't give them the combination to the safe that he owns. Right. Uh, and uh, so there's a shady guy that uh, like comes with them. And I mean, like, it's just, you know, this guy's shady as shit. Like, there's no, like, like, you know, he's going to be a problem. You know, he's going to be like, and so I was like, as soon as uh, I made the note would have shot shady guy as soon as we got in Las Vegas. Yeah, right. (laughs) Like, cause you just knew like this guy was just bad. Like everybody knew it. Everybody talked, they make a joke about, about how this guy's shady and shit. Yeah. I heard that Mm. there is a scene that is just almost word for word from aliens. Because the guy is like the Burt character, the one that's like trying to sell them all out. Yeah. And there's this like where, yeah. So there's the, the scene in Aliens where he's like, at least I'm not trying to fuck my own over for a percentage. And apparently someone says almost exactly the same thing in this movie. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's no original thought. Uh, there is a scene where uh, the alpha guy, the alpha zombie guy is fighting people on top of a, a hotel or a roof or something on top of a roof. Uh-huh. Uh, they get picked up in a helicopter and they're going to fly to somewhere else. And somehow the alpha guy gets down the, gets down the hotel, gets onto his undead horse <laughs> and beats them to wherever they're trying to get to on a helicopter. Wow. Yeah. That's a good horse. He, yeah, he was the first. Horse, he like, was the first zombie to to ride an undead horse. Yeah, well, just <laughs> why he's the chief comes back around. <laughs> uh, at the at, at the end, a guy climbs out of the vault, which was just nuked. The vault so was they, nuked. What? So they, they nuke Las Vegas at the end of the movie. Oh, okay. Uh, a guy was at the oh, end. Well, he was inside. Was pushed into the vault. And it was closed behind him. And but he climbs out of the vault after Las Vegas has been nuked. Uh-huh. And just walks out of Las Vegas. Okay. He's good to go. No radiation issues. No. Well, Matt, we've we've advanced our nukes to where they don't um they don't leave radiation now. Walks across the it's Las great. Vegas desert to find some some trailer that has a car that he can start. He jumps or he he they leave the key. You know, it's one of those cars where they leave the keys in the visor. I think. I oh, don't, sure, sure. I've never seen. I've never known anybody to do this. Yeah. But some reason, everybody in the movies think it's a thing. <laughs> where you just fucking put your key. I'm just gonna put my keys just up on this visor. Yeah. I don't get that fucking shit. Uh. But yeah, so like he gets the car, drives to Utah. Is this the end of the movie? Yeah, this is the end okay. of the movie. Drives to Utah, uh, goes into an airport and says, I want to rent a private plane. Throws a bunch of money onto the counter that he had come out with the vault with. Uh, gets on the plane. Uh, doesn't feel very well. Goes oh, into the course. bathroom and realizes he's been bit. Of course. Of course. He did all that. He did all that, you know. So I guess that's why, maybe that's why the nuclear fallout wouldn't <laughs> bother him. Yeah, sure, because he's already dying, even though he's not dead yet. Uh, whatever. Yeah, so I said, I highly recommend people go and watch uh, Breakdown, this movie, because it is awful. There's also, 
uh, zombie uh, robot zombies. Uh, what? Like there's a couple of scenes uh, towards the end of the movie where they shoot zombies and they're like basically look like T-1000s. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh-huh. How did, uh, what did one of the, one of the zombie, uh, the head, uh, the bride of the zombie, bride of alpha zombie. Oh yeah. I've seen that uh, movie. Is, is pregnant. Sure. And, and she has a baby inside of her. And a zombie so, baby. So, yeah. So when Presumably. she gets killed, he pulls out, the, well, he pulls out the baby and you see it and it's like blue glowing. Oh, it's so a super is, baby. This is another thing where people are like, oh, that's, that's more alien uh, thing. And then, of course, yeah, like apparently, I guess they're going to try to make this into a franchise. Oh, my God. If you go look it up, they're trying to make it into a Yeah, so watch. This is really I, annoying I me. Think but... it, I think it was one of the pitch the pitch meeting. I think it was a pitch meeting. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, they've definitely done a pitch meeting. I haven't seen it yet. But yeah, it's... this really annoys me because I I'm ready for someone to make like a solid movie about zombies where there are like smarter zombies or or like different zombies. One of the things yeah. I liked about that podcast we listened to called We're Alive, it was a uh, kind of like a radio play podcast about a zombie apocalypse. One of the things is as it goes on they start finding different kinds of zombies and like, they start to get the impression that there are smarter zombies. Um, yeah. Like, like the disease is mutated. Yeah. And that's a really cool idea. I, I would like to see that explored. And there's a lot of the things you described in this movie sound like kind of cool ideas. I just wish they weren't in this shitty Zack Snyder movie, Zack Snyder <laughs> movie. Yeah. I don't know. You saw me tweet. I was just saw like Zack Snyder, man. Mm. <sighs> Talk about a guy that I don't, I, it just gets like overblown, man. Like this guy is not, I don't like, I was like trying to think, like I went through and looked at some of his filmography. I was like, yeah, I guess there's like a couple movies here. I like, there are some movies I like. The thing is, is that the movies I like are ones where someone else wrote it. Yeah. (laughs) Like Watchmen, like Watchmen, I I think is a solid adaptation. Uh, yeah. And I like the 2004 Dawn of the Dead remake, which right? was written by James Gunn. Uh, yeah, he's one of those guys. But the problem is that now he's, I, I guess, big enough because of all the Snyder bros that it's like he writes and directs his own stuff. And, you know, then you get fucking Army of the Dead. But even his directing decisions, I think he's also just kind of one of those people that's gotten worse. He's gotten older. Yeah. I, uh, we've been rewatching, we've been exploring the uh, Christopher Nolan suite of films. So I had never seen, uh, the fuck, I can't think of the name of it now. The P word, the prestige prestige, which I loved, but then we, we, we rewatched, uh, inception. We watched interstellar, which Jennifer had never seen. And we watched memento, which Jennifer had never seen. Oh, and we watched Tenet, which neither of us have been never, had never seen. Tenet, bad. Like, Tenet's the most recent one we talked about on the podcast. I think it's his... I think it's issues with... I think it's his faults in movie making at its worst. But Interstellar 2, like, I remember liking that movie for the most There's part. There's a sequel to that? No. <laughs> Interstellar, comma, T-O-O. I remember liking that movie, but I liked it a lot less this time. 
Really? Yeah. I just, a lot of the characters kind of just do dumb things. And I, I just don't, I mean, it's, it's, it's also the thing that we've really come to realize is like the sound mixing on Christopher Nolan movies is so bad. It's really loud, really loud. music, really loud sound scenes. And then like, wait, what did that character just say? Uh, that was the funny thing where I was watching because we, we were watching these movies and watching Jessica Jones. And I turned to Jennifer randomly at one point and was like, you know what? Jessica Jones does great. And she was like, you can hear what the characters are saying. And I was like, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> that is one good thing. Watching Christopher Nolan movies versus Jessica Jones. I never had a question about what the characters were saying to each other. <laughs> Why turn on subtitles, man, or close caption. Yeah, I just, I don't like having There's them a- on. A lot of people are getting that way, but. It distracts me. Like, I feel like the director wants you to watch. Watch. <laughs> you know, they want you to see subtle things going on with characters and faces uh, and I backgrounds. Th- I don't yeah, want to be sound like. Sound mixing just awful, though. I mean, yeah. like, a lot of movies just have problems with it. Like, they're yeah. like, oh, we got to. Well, I want this scene to be, you know, very, you know, energetic and all. And so I'm going to put the music in really fucking. It's like, that's the problem with interstellar in general though. Yeah. It's like, everything's like, <laughs> and like, and McConaughey going, eh, in America. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what, what was that? But yeah, I, I just, well, I think that's I like, let's see. Was it inception? I guess that started with, no, nah, probably. Inception is the, the one in my mind. The Batman's, sure. I think. I think the second. I mean, the second one is kind of blabby. <laughs> the Dark Knight. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm I'm not hearing text messages. Uh, fiddling with my volume. Yeah. So I yeah, think Christopher Nolan is is also. I mean, part of his issues is Tenet is like too complicated to be enjoyable. <laughs> So I think that he needs, he needs, he needs help. <laughs> he needs well, to like I, interpret some other people. I started stuff getting more. lost with the dialogue, man. Like yeah. I just, like I, I consider myself an intelligent person to a degree, but like so when they start talking and stuff, and like I, they talk kind of, kind of fast, I guess, or so. I don't know. Like they just have this like quick, quick dialogue. And I'm like, what? What, what are we talking about? Protagonists? I don't know. what. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm lost. Where are we at now? Like, what? So, yeah. I, I don't I'm. I just feel like, a, I, like it, I feel like a lot of people get well known and then go downhill but they keep on getting praised mm. like i felt that way a lot about steven spielberg mm. like yeah I felt he like hasn't steven, i can't think of a movie that i've really enjoyed that he's made in the last 15 years like i think maybe ai I'm, was like the one of the t- highest touted steven wait when that when that steven spielberg right yeah i was still spielberg okay i can't remember if i was spielberg or cameron uh Cause he, I think Cameron did a AI. I thought he did like a, a sci-fi-ish AI movie. Wasn't Terminator. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I just was like, Steven, I mean, 
Cause like, you know, they would just attach Steven, attach his name to it, you know, like, bam, it's got some fucking weight on it now. Yeah. And it's like, you're like, I mean, I don't care. I mean, I don't really like to me, like, I know, I know it's always been the difference between you and me is like, I'm like, Oh really? That, that guy directed. Okay. I like, you know, directors better than I do. Ah, Like I've always been like, like if I see something, like the plot looks interesting, then I'll watch it. I don't care who directs it. <laughs> you and Jennifer are very similar in that way. I think that you guys like, are more like the 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 average movie person. Yeah, um, I care more about the story. I'm not going for the like. To me, it's hard for me to distinguish what the fuck a director does mm. because the, there's a cinematographer, which is the person that actually shoots the shit, and then there's the writer who actually wrote the shit. So it's like hard for me to understand what the director actually, I mean, I understand like they're trying to give direction on how to deliver the dialogue, what they want to see in the scene. But I'm all like, but isn't that like the right, shouldn't the writer be the like telling you like how they want the scene to be portrayed? Cause they wrote the shit. Don't they have a vision in their head, how they want that scene to be shot? Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, I don't yeah. know. I, it's hard for me to distinguish well, between. I mean, a script, I think a script is more basic than that. A script doesn't have like pauses in it. It doesn't tell you like how to, how amped up a person should be. It's just, and my understanding is that they even mess around with what people actually say. Like actors often have input on like, I don't think the actor, you know, I don't think the character would say this in this moment. Why don't we go this way with it? And I think the director has control over that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I get like, they're the CEO of the movie, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? I mean, for but the most just... part, the directors that I really get into are ones that also write or have, are, you know, like producing, you know, they have like input on, on more than what's going on. Like, uh, Edgar Wright, you know, he writes and directs. Yeah. He's, he has, more or less full control over what he's making. And so for like Edgar Wright movie, like they, there's a trailer for a new Edgar Wright movie. I don't need to watch oh, yeah. that trailer. Cause I'm going to watch that movie. Yeah. I've, I've, there's not an Edgar Wright movie. I don't like, uh, so. Yeah. I mean, I, I would see Edgar Wright. Yes. Cause Scott Pilgrim basically. Right. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim pretty much alone guarantees that like he would have to make several bad movies in a row for me to just, stop automatically going to see them. <laughs> I watched uh, the movie Breach. I don't know if you've seen that. It's on Amazon Prime. It's a Bruce Willis movie that came out last year. No. Uh, I guess they spent all their money on that Bruce Willis. Oh. Because they didn't spend it on writing and directing or special effects? (laughs) Didn't. uh, No. It's. I thought it was. I thought it was this other movie called Crimson Sin, which came out, uh, uh, I think, last year or or beginning of this year. It was basically. Because I remember remember seeing the trailer for it, and basically it's like Bruce Willis has to get into like like a mech kind of suit, I think, at one point. Oh uh, yeah. And so I thought it was going to be this movie and I was like watching I was like I guess it's not. I guess this isn't that movie. <laughs> um Cosmic What's... Sin is the name of the one that Cosmic I Sin? 
is the name of uh, is the name of the Bruce Willis movie I thought it was. Breach is the name of the movie I watched. Cosmic Sin sounds like a Japanese role playing game or it an anime. Surprise me if this was chi- Chinese based. Ah. Uh. Um, uh, cosmic sin. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't surprise me if that. Because you know, there's a lot of those. And there aren't there. Uh, hasn't there been uh, like those are up and coming like, uh, Chinese based with American actors. Like I, I don't know why I say that. Like Chinese funded for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so like, this movie was pretty bad, but it got me to think. Like, so the premise is that Earth is overpopulated and I think there's an outbreak a plague or something. And so they leave earth. But in, in one scene they do like, uh, you know, a, a hyper travel situation or whatever. And, uh, they travel, you know, so far and they're like, yeah, for earth it's been 30 years, but for us it's just been like seconds. And it got me to thinking like, yeah, I mean like that's how travel works. Right. Like, and that and I think they I think I think I first remember thinking about that from Planet of the Apes. I think it was Planet of the Apes, like they first talked about it was how they were gonna travel somewhere, but on Earth it was gonna be like so many years or something. In the remake with Mark Wahlberg? No, in the original. Oh, okay. In the, with Charleston Heston. I think right. they I think they allude to how 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 time works when you're traveling in space because of like right. and all that kind of stuff. Yes, the theory of relativity. Um, and so I did. It did make me think like that would be an interesting premise for a movie. It would be like they trick people into thinking they're going to a new Earth by just basically going away and coming back. You know, with the idea that basically. like if we let everybody kind of just die go through this shitty situation, we'll come back and clean up. <laughs> Yeah, huh. like that. Like they'll let Earth like reset itself, and like they'll just come back. That also would be a really interesting idea for a sci-fi program. If you if you follow the perspective of the people left behind, so let's say the world gets shittier and shittier. I don't know, global warming, disasters, starvation, war, famine, all those things on Earth, and then it turns out that secretly the government launched a pod. Of like, I don't know, 20,000 people into a, a great spaceship. Like maybe we ferried them up to the space station and then sent those people off. And then they come back like 100 years later or something. And so then it's a story about these people on Earth, the ones that were left behind, the ones that survived, who have kind of like, they're like trying to kind of like bring civilization back. And then suddenly these people come land who have like advanced technology and they're like they've always thought that like oh we'll have to like land kind of clean up the poor you know whatever people are left and you could have this interesting story about these two tribes versus each other i don't know yeah i have good ideas no motivation or (laughs) wherewithal or good writing skills what would be funny is like you would basically you could possibly have where they try to come back but they come back with basically, you know, early 21st century technology. Right. You know, or whatever. And but for them, they've developed way better technology. Oh, the people on Earth? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that would be interesting. Yeah. I mean, there's and all kinds so, of ways you could you could all kinds of ways you could go with it. But that's not what this movie did. Did it, Matt? No, no. This movie was just bad. 
Mm. What, what's the breach? Breach. Like, what is that? Why is it called that? I have no fucking. I because oh, yeah. there was a a a, a breach in that in the space uh, the the spaceship that they were on. There wasn't really a breach, but I mean, like, uh, basically, an alien parasite thing is get, is on board. Gotcha. Uh, and uh, where the fuck it comes from, you don't really find out or anything. I mean, well. Yeah, you do. You you get the illusion that it was like basically the thing, something that was there before us or something. Somebody brought it back to life, maybe or something from prehistoric times. Who fucking knows? Because <laughs> they basically there's a group of people that think uh, humanity's had its chance and we should oh, just die off now. Of course. Um, there's always those people, right? So the so cultists. this is. This is like a million dollar, possibly billion dollar idea that I'm giving away for free. Oh, okay. I tweeted about it. That's nice of you. I tweeted about it. But tell me this shit doesn't sound fucking winner. All right. Okay. A gym where the machines give out tickets and you redeem it for prizes. It encourages people to work out and rewards you for doing it. When does it give out tickets? Is it kind of randomized? Is no, it, like it gives it out at the, uh, it's based on like, if you work, if you walk for, you know, an hour and you, you would get tickets based on how much you walked and how far you walked and oh, okay. calculated, but like, you know, if you work on a cycle machine or something for a little bit, you know, it would give you tickets based on how far you cycled or how long you cycled and all that kind of stuff. And all the machines there would give out tickets and then you could take them up to the counter and you would get, you know, some dumb shit. You know, you could probably give away health health shit. Uh, or you could give away, like, you know, here's your shaker for to like you to store your drink mix in or something like that. Or like a branded know, whatever. something. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. All your branded shit and all kinds of like health. You, you get oh, for a thousand tickets, you can get, you know, a protein bar or whatever the, you know, all this kind of shit, you know. Whatever gyms carry. You could even like earn like passes to certain classes. Yeah. So that it would be like, oh, you earned a uh, a free trial of this class. And of course, you know, that's valuable uh, to the person, but also it's a way to advertise those classes, right? Yeah. To encourage people like, oh, yeah, you like that? Well, maybe you want to sign up for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, a solid idea. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, man. I think it was, uh, it was Dave and Buster's that tweeted like somebody saying they got a workout there at Dave and Buster's. I was like thinking, holy shit. If you took like the Dave and Buster's approach and applied it to gym equipment, you could like be giving out tickets for gym so equipment. So that you eat a bunch of cheese sticks and get real drunk uh-huh. before you go work out. Right. Yeah, you gotta carb up. I'm into that. Um I genuinely like <laughs> See, to me, I want a gym that has DDR machines. <laughs> I want yeah. that to be my uh, cardio. I mean, I don't see why it couldn't be. Right? I don't but, know how you would how you would display calories, bro. I don't can you think I wonder if DDR machines do that. I think there's been a few where it would actually try to there was give like a, a rough estimate. I know I know for the I'm thinking of like the home versions had like workout modes. Right. And they would try to estimate calories lost, but you know, that's unreliable. Yeah. Um, 
I asked myself, does the Netflix disc version still exist? Yes. Yes, it does. I had to go look it up. And it's either $7.99 or $11.99 on top of your digital description. Wow. So and, uh, $8 for one disc, $12 for two yeah, discs at a time. Correct. Correct. And you actually have to check a box that says you want to get Blu-rays. <laughs> they don't charge more for Blu-rays, though? No, they don't charge more. As far as I can tell, they do not charge more. But you That's had to surprising. check a box yeah. to say... I want to include Blu-rays like, so really, I mean like this is for DVDs. Like, like, could you imagine like, I'm going to get that whatever movie on DVD? Like, okay, I guess if you want to get that shitty, like what, what quality is DVD? Is that 720 at least? No, uh, I think it's 480. I think at best you can get 480p. Yeah. Hmm. I don't even want to watch my porn in 480p. <laughs> right? I put those I put those pixels behind me. <laughs> I need at least 600 or what, let's see. Yeah, I need at least 600 pixels on that nipple. <laughs> I'm not going to cotton with no 300 pixels. Square pixels. <laughs> I need to look up and see if uh, see if Pornhub does 4K. I'm curious now. Like, is anybody shooting porn in 4K? I mean, there's no way it's not being there's not being porn. Oh made yeah, there's 4K, no, sorry, right? Sorry, you're right. There's no way but somebody it hasn't done it. Right. It's you probably have to subscribe to like Pornhub Premium or something for that. <laughs> yeah. I have. Have you guys have Have you guys paid attention to your 4K? Like, I know, I know. 401K. 4k streaming like oh. how much bandwidth i have like, no I idea yeah I'm that's one thing i've always kind of liked is like a bandwidth meter or something you could see most, like i'm gonna watch this movie how much is that going to you know yeah i mean we've never ever hit i mean like as far as i know we've never been as like as hey you know. you've gone over 300 because i don't even know what it is at this point i feel like they've they keep raising are, them but like you download a game if you play Call of Fucking Duty, have you heard about Call of Duty? It's no, like I mean, it's like a 500 gig install or something, what? and then it's yeah, it's big uh, for like everything. Oh, okay. And when I say everything, like everything that you could play, like attached to say last year's release with like the zombies mode, the story mode, the multiplayer, and the battle royale type mode. It's a, it's a big install. And when they do a patch, it's basically like a full reinstall of that mode. So, yeah. If you're playing Call of Duty, you're living in a household. You know, your kids are downloading games. You're watching 4K streams. Yeah. You could get hit. Yeah, man. That's like, what was it? I I think I, what did I install? I installed something recently. I played Knockout City. Have you have you heard that? Have you I've heard of that? that? Yeah, it's like a it's like a kind of like a dodgeball game. Yeah, I mean, I could see it being fun competitively and playing it with two other people that are friends with and stuff. But just playing it randomly, man, just having people drop out left and right, and it's just not fun. Like it was, I did not have fun playing the 
the free to the the free week or whatever of it. I played it like a couple of days. I was like, I'm done with this. Like just being on a it's a three v three style game, and then just being down a player really hurts. Like, oh yeah, especially when it's all about like ganging up on people. When so, you say down a player, are you talking about like people that go AFK or they just, just yeah leave? It takes forever I guess. to load in. Oh. Uh, like I said, I said one one day, like it said, you're in the game, and it said it said probably like two minutes at a screen. While I heard, I heard the game being played. Huh? Like I heard audio from like stuff happening in the background, Weird. Like people getting, and like it was like, yeah, I'm loading you in. I'm like, it sounds like to me you're already fucking loaded. <laughs> Uh, you should probably just show me the fucking. I would like to, so yeah, can... get the video going here, Betty. Yeah, and so like, I don't know. It just it was not pleasant. Uh, I didn't enjoy it. Uh, it it's it kind of was fun a couple of times, but then it would just feel like, like I it's too much was like I was like I don't know these level. I mean, you have to like learn a lot. I mean, if you like the game right off the bat, you're probably having buckets of fun. But <laughs> right, yeah, it's, I'm sure it's one of those games where, like, if you just grok with it immediately and are like owning people, you're like, "Yeah, this game's great." <laughs> yeah. But uh, I played that, um, and I think it was like a 20 gig download, I think, or something like that. Is what I think it was on the Epic Game Store. Uh, like, <laughs> it advertises you get it off the Epic Game Store. Uh huh. And then makes you go through Origins. <laughs> Origins. Is that EA? No, that's Ubisoft. And I was all like, why the fuck can't I just load it from fucking Origins? And if I if I if I double click on the fucking desktop shortcut, it makes me go through Epic Game Store first. Wow. And then load up Origins. Good fucking God. And if I try to open it from Origins, it loads up Epic Game Store first. Sure. And then opens up the game. It's free to play, though, right? No. Oh. You got to buy it. Oh, okay. It was doing a free to play week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got to pay for it. But yeah, I was like, okay, I'm not. I wonder if this. you could just buy it on Origins. I'd hope so. <laughs> right. I think it was cross-platform, too. I think you can do cross-platform play. Oh, that's nice. Uh, Watch Love, Death, Robots. That was good. It was only short. It was short. It was only like yeah, six or seven episodes, I think. Uh, but it was good. It was pretty good. I think I enjoyed the first season more than I did the second season, though. Mm. There were a lot more episodes in the first season. Yeah, very much so. Mm. Um, and there, it's, it's very, it's very disheartening when you watch something, you're like, I sure would like to see where the rest of this plays out. <laughs> yeah. Would be nice to see, uh, I'm, I'm interested in how the rest of the story goes, or I like the origin of the story. I want, I'd like to know more about this story. Mm-hmm. No, nope, you're never going to find, I mean, I feel like it's pitches. Like <laughs> Netflix is like, all right, let's pitch some it, shit. It could be. That's uh, I know that there were things on liquid television back on MTV in the nineties that they, they gave like full runs. I think that's how Max got started, right? I think so. Oh, Max. I don't even know if I watch Max, the Max, the Max. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I love the style of that. Such a weird show. Yeah. Uh, the last thing I have on my notes is shouldn't, uh, 
shouldn't Pornhub make their own browser? Like, you know, like so it's like separate, it's automatically in yeah, incognito mode. Yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> like it's kinda you know, hidden and stuff or something, you know, something like they're like, all right, if you want to open up the Pornhub browser, you gotta press these key combinations on your keyboard. You know, or something I don't know, like it just seems like Cause you know, nobody like nobody you're like, I can't have that. I can't have this showing up. I'm like, what if I need somebody to remote into my computer or something? I can't have them like click on that. And then right. they're like, look at my, they go to type in something in the address bar and it starts to auto fill. What? I mean, I can't have that. <laughs> so you're like, all right, well, this is my browser dedicated specifically for porn. <laughs> if I want to do that, it's the porn. It's the porn browser. Man, I, I swear, kids got it so easy. Oh kids yeah, right. Got it just too easy. Man, we had to find magazines in the woods, <laughs> or go over to my my friend's house in third grade where they're had like, an older brother or something. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't care and looking at the hustler. That's what we had. <laughs> Cinemax scrambled <laughs> scrambled Cinemax. Yeah. Kids these days they can they can watch a woman Kids these days they just different things up her butthole in HD. They go to they go to Google type in Minecraft and next thing you know <laughs> they're seeing ads for shit they don't need to be seeing. They got Roblox games or whatever. Uh <laughs> Suddenly they're on ro- robe clocks, robe cocks. <laughs> uh, that's all I got. Um, okay. AMC to the moon. Oh. I guess. Yeah. They were finally right, Justin. Yeah. All of those, all those, all those people. And it was funny because I stopped paying attention to all of that, you know, short sell, squeeze, all of that nonsense. I, but I still had some AMC stock. I was just waiting on it to go green. And it went, it was like 23% up. And I was like, yeah, that's a, that's a good point to sell. <laughs> and then of course it kept going up. And then I saw that like, oh, apparently there's like a squeeze going on. And I'm like, whatever, it's fine. Yeah. I genuinely mean that, you know, honestly, like I held on to it long enough to get my money back out of it. And be done with all that nonsense. I'm definitely, I've rode the roller coaster of the last year and I'm ready to get on the lazy river <laughs> raft ride of like the SP, the, the SP 500. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Big sector ETFs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, it's just crazy to me. Like, it's like, <laughs> It's like, I guess, yeah, I mean, like, if you keep saying something for a long time, it eventually, eventually it has to go up. Oh, right? yeah, like the, yeah, AMC to the moon, yeah, we've been saying AMC that for um, three months. Well, yeah. that happened. What else do you want? <laughs> In your face. I was right. You were wrong. Yeah, man. I mean, every single day you were saying it, so you finally got it right. I should start. I should just find me a dumbass stock and start being like, it's to the moon. Yeah. Short squeeze is coming. Broken clock is right twice a day. Short squeeze is coming on a shit stock yeah. ticker. Purina. 
<laughs> I'm trying to think what would be like uh Blockbuster. I'm um, Blockbuster. I don't know. Uh Hertz. Even Hertz, man. Hertz got apparently like they filed bankruptcy. Oh really? Uh like it got bailed out and like is now on a rise or something. Like it like like they were they filed bankruptcy and then apparently like a judgment came out where like they were going to like people that own the stock were going to get paid way more for the stock or some shit. It was like something weird, man. Like hmm. it jumped by about like 200, 300% in a day or something because of that. And so, and now I hear like, I was listening to the radio accidentally cause my Bluetooth cut out. And um, cause that's, that's, that's the only way people are listening to radio nowadays. <laughs> I listen to radio sometimes. Uh, as, as, as if their Bluetooth fails or something like, oh shit, uh, something's wrong with my Bluetooth cause I'm listening to radio <laughs> and, uh, the, I heard an ad for Hertz and they were like, you know, come on down to Hertz. We, it hurts. We're hurting. <laughs> that was that. Rent some cars. <laughs> we're hurting. Please, please rent, rent a car. So sound like a fucking, no one's renting cars. Justin, whatever, Justin, whatever the guy's name is, and Dan Harmon on shitty episodes of Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have, they have like, I think they've had like three episodes where they're like intergalactic cable, and it's just them doing fucking short, like dumb fucking shit. And it's like them just laughing and giggling while they're doing it. Sure. So it's like, it's like the worst. It's like, I don't even like. You know, there's fandom involved when this is considered good television. Like yeah. when people are like, uh, yeah, let's get more seasons of this. Cause yeah, it's just like, like it'd be basically me and you just kicking around ideas and then somebody animating it. And then somebody's like throwing money at us to get more seasons of it. Like that's, that that's basically their, their, it's like, ha ha. I'm a guy with ants on my ants on my eyeballs. Ah. Come on down to <laughs> crazy. I'm selling. Yeah. You're selling. And it's basically like this. Like they're talking exactly like this. Yeah. Come, come on down. Cause we're come on down. I'm crazy ants guy with ants on my it's, eyeballs. It's random and weird in place of creative wit. Yeah. It's just, uh, and I, I, I'll watch it. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> I guess because I'm looking for those hidden gems, you mm. know, those hidden like one-liners that are like, "Oh man, that was that's a good one. That's a funny. That's you made that funny. <laughs> you made me laugh on that one. Good for you, buddy. I swear, uh, the guy that did House of Cosby's did something recently, and I saw it and I was like, "Holy shit, is this the guy that did House of Cosby's? Really? I, I think that's his. Vo- I think it might have been Solar Opposites is the name of the show. It's it's it was trying to be like basically a spinoff of Rick and Morty, hmm. not a spinoff, but it was trying to play on that, right? Because uh, I think it also has Justin Rowland. That was the guy. Oh, name. okay. I think it has Justin Rowland and another guy from. Uh, I think it was the guy from House of Cosby. Because I, because every now and then I'll I'll hear the voice and I'll be like, that's the fucking House of Cosby. <laughs> it's a House of Cosby. Rudy, Rudy, Theo, you see. But yeah. Um, all right. Anyways, I uh, hope everybody had a good Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for this episode 
444 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. With me, I have... Oh, wait. Shit. Did I even do that part? Nope. I didn't, did I? Nope. It was a cold and open, try- and we just and ran I- with it. They know and I try to do it. I try to do it here at the end for some reason. Thanks for this episode four hundred forty four of Outlandish Podcast. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you can do so at Outlandish Cash. You can follow me, Outlandish Matt, and you can follow Justin Outlandish Beats. Uh, like us on Facebook, uh, Facebook dot com slash Outlandish Podcast. Uh, you can uh, send us an email letter at Outlandishpodcast dot com. Damn it! I really need to add that to my phone so I can check those. Got to reset that password because I don't remember what the password is for that account. All right. Thanks for this episode 444. We'll catch you at 445. Bye. Bye. I got to play the outro. I just got a pop up. There you go. Say, thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you for Outlandish. Good enough. There you go. Say, thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you for Outlandish. Why? Good enough. There you go. Yep. It's just going to, it's just. Incredible.